Welcome to the Battle Buddies. Welcome to the best recording of the Battle Buddies. I have a good the feeling about this <laughs> one. Because there's no jet. People are going to think we really did fire jet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, last time, uh, the, the, the two individuals who are also here on the call with me uh, decided to fire their third teammate. And he's going to go have an interview. Um yeah, how how do you guys feel about this? Like he's he's probably left at this point. You know, he's headed off to the uh, yeah. Team morale at the secret underground criminal party planning committee incorporated has never been higher, and we are very satisfied with our new hire, Nicky Becky. <laughs> well, Nicky Becky's <laughs> also having an interview. Um, we keep getting poached. Well, I do think that we are going. We do plan on expanding and hiring some more people, and we should hold. I don't, they don't call it auditions, do they? We should hold auditions. <laughs> Party auditions. <laughs> people have to throw parties and then you guys attend them and see how good they are. Or we throw a party and invite a bunch of people and just observe them as they party. Interview party. Yeah. <laughs> this is our interview, our party view. And then if they already have a job and we like them, we make we sabotage their job. <laughs> and take it from them. Every party I'm going to the future, I'm just thinking that someone's interviewing me. <laughs> God, this is a party interview. But before we do that, before we expand, we want to make sure that we get our Necro Tim back. Mostly because we don't want him to uh, <laughs> use his familiar ties with Hitman to kill us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you guys did have um, you guys. You guys kind of fired him suddenly, and I, I think Miriam got a little out of hand there. Uh, it was he. He bet too much on black. So to speak. Yeah, because Miriam actually did. Miriam did roll too high on his uh, indulge vice, and he he never got punished for it. The punishment is Tim's going to hire an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Tim hires an assassin. Well, it could be kind of like Have you guys seen Fargo? Um, yes. Where Tim just sort of casually mentions these things that have gone wrong in his life to an assassin. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That seems more Tim. Maybe Tim didn't actually mean to have us killed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think I was there was there was one consequence I was looking at, but I don't think you guys are going to see that yet. I don't remember what it was right now, but it probably won't come up in this episode. And you probably wouldn't tell us if it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Is it like I left that piece of paper with Chester's notes on it in the apartment, <laughs> and <laughs> Brian's cleaning? He finds our our party dossier, and we have uh, like a folder on Brian <laughs> about why he's not a good fit for our party venture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can we can just say that probably something like that is going to happen. <laughs> in the meantime, though, you guys have been um, convinced by Zan. Zan is very interested in in you know more or less any technology that's coming out of Forge Industries. 
Um, particularly, he, he's he's very fascinated by that projector that uh, the the president of Forge Industries, what she was using to project herself into the Batswell Manor and make her announcement about um, uniting forces with with the Stone Killers and, and taking on all of the monsters that live in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very fascinated in, in, in that sort of stuff. He's more excited about the projector than the news kind of thing. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, like, you know, they announced that, that Apple announced that they're making an iPhone and some wealthy dude's like, I must have my, get my hands on that iPhone early. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak into the Apple facility and see what you can do. <laughs> yeah, since you guys met with Zan, he and, he and Mondin have, have, have worked together. Um, they have you guys a... A contact who works in the the Forge Industries warehouse. Um, her name is Samantha. Uh, Samantha Irons, and and so uh, working together, they kind of they kind of get you this knowledge that there is going to be a a shipment of gear that is going to be kind of sent out to um, one of the Stone Killer. Uh, not like all military equipment, but but you know it's going to be sent out to a a, a Stone Killer fleet command essentially um and also conveniently there is a retirement happening so uh you know there's oh, an yay. opportunity for you guys to <laughs> to come in and throw a party you know how many years did they work there uh th- well they've only been working in this facility for a few months but the person retiring is named jenny and she's been there for uh 30 years do we feel like this is the type of mission that we have to uh go disguise ourselves for again um i don't not necessarily i don't think anyone you don't get the impression that anyone here is going to recognize you necessarily so i shouldn't wear a lion's mane yeah not necessarily but uh you do you do know uh wherever there's a party leonard's gonna try and get involved as soon as he hears so you know that you don't you don't get based off of what what you know now is that there's no like formal formal planning that's happening but um how's like leonard not been blacklisted from all parties how has he not died from using his faulty catch (laughs) (laughs) yeah he may have injured himself you if you guys see him around town you know he's got like is that why i got stuck on my cat tree because the cat tree builder sabotaged it like he (laughs) did sabotaged it so you would get trapped up there you know he he likes to he's a cat he likes to play uh, tricks on people he's (laughs) This little door is supposed to open. I don't understand. Yeah, can't get can't get down from here now. So the the warehouse is kind of located, you know, on the again on the 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 newly built side of the island. Um, there's there's essentially a not quite a strip mall, but that might be the way to describe it. Is that there's a number of buildings that are all kind of side by side at the edge of the island. Um, just outside, just behind the uh, the warehouse, there's, for instance, like a, a kind of like a smaller docks so that things can go load, be loaded directly out of the warehouse out. Um, and so the the warehouse is kind of on the on one side, and then where where Tim is having his interview is on sort of the opposite side at the Necroforge. So the, it's all kind of like one big facility that's that's interconnected, but you guys are on sort of opposite or or where you guys are being being pointed to is on the opposite side mm. we really feel like this retirement party would have a better energy if it were on the other side of the building <laughs> we gotta go to the, take this to the necro forge guys hmm. well actually getting into tim's interview and sabotaging it doesn't seem practical so 
Um, There's going to be a lot of necromancers there. I was going to say, perhaps if we get in and like somehow uh, change the paperwork they have on Tim and like in his file. Get up like into the, uh, the, the, the administrative office is probably like directly in the center. So, you know, it's, it's like, okay. you know, you guys could probably get there more. As more much easily. fun as I think it would be to knock out the interviewer and then go in as the interviewer myself. Um, I think Tim is familiar with all my disguises. So <laughs> uh, he would he would see right through it. But I do think that um, as long as we're planning, we have Miriam go in by himself, or so it seems. I'm actually in his backpack, or maybe he's pushing a cart that I'm under, or something like that. <laughs> You're under the cake cart. I think it's a good idea. Uh, um, so we we get to do like a gather information. Yeah, yeah. You guys can you guys can gather some more information and you know try to try to figure out the best way to to find your way into this building. Yeah. So what what are things that would be valuable? Like finding blueprints to this building or something. Finding blueprints. Or, finding out um, just kind of like a general list of of who is there. Does Mondin know who works at Forge Industries? Yeah, he would he would definitely know um, Samantha's boss. He's a he's a he's a warforged is what you know about him. Kind of a uh, looks like a, a a metal man, a man named Kale. So should we have a uh, Mondin brief us on these things? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, all right, Mondin. Um, <laughs> tell us everything you know for Operation Get Tim. Uh, <laughs> <Not by laughs> sabotage Tim's interview. Why are you guys trying to sabotage Tim? He's just trying to make a good life for himself. Bonded, but he's he is terrible at parties. I understand that. No, that's not. That's <laughs> why we fired him originally. Uh, <laughs> the reason why we're trying to sabotage him, of course, is so that we don't die. You think he's gonna kill you? You think Tim? He's such a nice guy, though. You may very well be in his crosshairs too, Mondin. Yeah. yeah, he was complaining about you before he left. He said a lot of bad things about you, Mondin. Mondin kind of narrows his eyes at you guys for a moment. He's like, mm, I guess he does He does know that. Uh, he does know Juan the Assassin. He's the only person I know who's talked to Juan the Assassin. There's a little the risks involved. I just don't see Tim putting out a hit on us, for instance. But, you know, if you guys, guys want to keep him from this job, let's do it. <laughs> I don't want him working for Forge Industries any more than you guys do. It does, but we gotta, we gotta stop this, you know. Yeah, but you're telling us you can't see him having us all killed and then animating our corpses to be friends with him again. I mean, I could see <laughs> him animating your corpses after you've been killed. I don't know if he would give the order to kill you. You know, it's like a there's a difference there. I've seen him make ghosts do things against their will. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> no, you definitely. Because he did. Because he did do that. <laughs> he did <yeah>. do that. <laughs> he has that power. I don't want to be one of Tim's puppets, Mondin. <laughs> we have to make sure he doesn't get that job. So give us everything you have on Forge Industries, because we're going in to, to right today. Oh, boys. Okay, that's that's tough. Samantha just works in in the in the uh, warehouse. She's she deals with the scheduling of the shipments and everything that's going in and out. Unfortunately, you know, I don't. I don't have too many people who are on the inside inside, you know, it's just, uh, well, I, I know her, her boss, Kale, uh, but outside of that, I mean, I don't, this place has only been around for a while. It's hard for me to get my eyes on the inside, you know, I've only made a couple contacts, so he's only, he's got limited information at this point as far as beyond the warehouse. 
I see. Well, then forget everything we said about sabotaging Tim's interview. That was just a joke, Mondin. Yeah, a, <laughs> uh, a joke, okay. <laughs> yeah, Mary and I are going to go hang out for a while. We'll catch you later. See you guys. You're not going to sabotage? All right. <laughs> okay, so it turns out Mondin wasn't super helpful. No, I, I kind of guessed all that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Should we just like... Let's wing it. Yeah, wing it. <laughs> Just cross out stuff on the feedback form to say he performed terribly. That's what I'm thinking. Because they just read those forms. They don't ask any other. That's exactly my plan. If we if we alter the documentation on his interview, then we can get him... Uh, Rejected. You know what? Now that I think about it, perhaps it would be more devastating to get him hired and then have him get fired. <laughs> uh or we both get hired instead of... <laughs> yes, if we go to this interview and blow their expectations out of the water as necromancers. Yeah, you guys just have to get really good at tune rolls. Uh, that, that really... That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? When you put it in that context, we can't compete with Jet's fucking rolls. Yeah. Yeah. He's got us there. You know, honestly, if there's any reason why we need Necro Tim back, it's for the rolls. Love those rolls. Love those rolls. Uh, I yeah. Let's wing it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Hey, I mean, you. I'm not. You guys can still try to gather information as far as like there are other ways to gather information. That's just what Mondin has. That's what I'm. Uh, what kind of cake does Jenny like? Um, I mean, probably chocolate cake. She's kind of an older lady. I feel like that type of information is information they would give the party planners for the retirement party. <laughs> yeah. Like, nope, we like to figure these things out for ourselves. Thank you. We have left us a series of clues. <laughs> if you're, if you're going to plan this party, you're going to work for it. Everyone who works here likes a different kind of cake. What's the one cake everyone likes, Miriam? Pistachio. Pistachio ice cream cake. <laughs> Okay, I guess we could get our hands on maybe the blueprint and maybe learn a little bit about the interview process so that we can sabotage it adequately. It's a good way to learn about the interview process is to try and do the interview process. Because <laughs> the best way to sabotage, yeah, I, that's you know what, that's a that's a really good point. <laughs> we don't have to get it, but we can see how it works. Oh man! All right, can we apply for this job, Stephen? <laughs> that's definitely something I was not prepared for. I try not to say no. So what I'll say is that there's going to be a series of hurdles that you have to jump over, and they are not going to be easy. Uh, one of the first of which is that you have to provide necro juice. Well, we've been we've been yeah. swiping Tim's for years. <laughs> Done. No, I mean like you have to. You like? Do you have some of Tim's necro juice? Does he just leave it around the home? Those are questions that I don't think you guys can answer. It's a flashback. We've been stealing it. For years. <laughs> On, on the off chance that we had to disguise ourselves as necromancers. Um, uh, so necrojuice taken care of. Well, no, because like, Tim applied for this job before we did, so it's unlikely that we'd have an interview before yeah. him. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Yeah. Is anyone else we know applying for it? N yeah, Neki Becky did say other people have applied, so maybe we can ask them about the interview process. There we go. Mm, there you go. That's That's what you're after. And then, after we learn about it, we go through that process. <laughs> <laughs> we decide, that sounds doable. <laughs> All right, let's go uh, talk to one of the previous candidates. Yeah, so I guess we're going to hit up that, that necromancer makerspace that Tim always goes to. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys can go back there. There's probably at least a few people uh, there at any given given point in the day. Is there some company in the islands that would potentially be competing with Forge? Forge is like the biggest company, like the biggest single industry uh, in the entire islands. Well, well, there's a lot of necromancers, so I figured like they have jobs. Yeah, well, so I thought that we could be like some competitor who's trying to poach necromancers from. Yeah, Forge. I, I would, I would say like they they have competitors, but none that are at the same size. So maybe we're just wealthy entrepreneurs who who need a necromancer, and we want Forge qualified necromancers. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. <laughs> I'd love that for a job posting where you call the company. <laughs> <laughs> Forge so we're going to roll into the makerspace and see if we can track down anyone who got a job at Forge to see if we can try to poach them. Yeah, you guys, you guys roll up in there. Um, there's, yeah, there's, there's, you know, lots of bones. There's a couple people. There's some, there's some little uh, cubicle style spaces, uh, kind of like you know draft drafts workshops, uh, which is where Tim completed his 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 bone suit uh, the other day. Um, couple people working around you know uh I'd, there's probably a like reception desk do we do maker spaces would have at least someone to like greet you when you come in you know so yeah I, I, there's yeah. there's someone there to to like greet you guys as you go in it's probably probably a small dude <laughs> it's gotta probably. be a small dude <laughs> i was thinking the same thing yeah. um <laughs> so i think miriam and i are dressed in our finest regalia um our our best disguise because we're we're supposed to be wealthy businessmen yes we're, yeah. we're real mustache twirlers right okay. now all right yeah we both have mustaches <laughs> so i think we stroll up to the counter mm, meow um excuse me uh man or woman we are looking for the finest only the finest forge caliber necromancers do you have any of the sort uh this guy's name is thomas do I see that on his name yeah, tag? Yeah, he's, he's wearing a name tag. It says Thomas. All right, listen. Um, I go close to his name tag, Thomas. Listen, Thomas. Why, hello there. <laughs> well, you're getting a little, you're getting a little personal. How's the, you guys want some, you guys, you guys are looking for necromancers. You come to the right place. Yes. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. We're news. looking for greeters. <laughs> I, I am I am trained as a greeter and not a necromancer. They just have me sit here. Well, perhaps we'll we'll be talking to you after we make our necromancer rounds as well, mm-hmm. Thomas. Yeah, I'm very good at greeting people. Hello, hi. See that? He, God, yes. Miriam, he is, isn't he? Yeah, you're good at keeping things on track. He waves. I feel so well greeted yes. right now, Thomas. I like the cut of your jib, and perhaps if you point us in the the right direction of a few forge qualified necromancers, we could talk about your future with. Our industry. Yeah. <laughs> and if you really want to greet us well, point us to the best one first. Yes, that would be a fine way to greet a person. I believe I believe uh, Mr. Mr. Gwyn over there, he kind of he kind of points at a man in the corner. He uh he recently interviewed there and uh, they offered him the job. He he turned it down. We're all a little confused about that one, but uh you know, to each their own. He's 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 definitely probably the the most skilled around us. Ooh, my. Neko Gwyn, he's been mm-hmm. on the top of our short list for some mm-hmm. time. Yes. Shall we? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. We walk to Gwyn. Yeah, you, guys, you guys go over to, to, to Gwyn. He's, uh, 
you know, he seems pretty focused on his work in the corner. He kind of mumbling to himself and he kind of uh, grunts and he goes, oh, hello there. You got you look like some finely dressed fellows. Well, thank you. And you look like a necromancer. Well, you look like the best of the best. The best of the best. The creme de la creme, yeah. Put a lot of time into polishing this skull. <laughs> <laughs> your bones seem so well polished. Mm. You, sir, polish your bones. Yes, yes. Nice to meet you. My name is Penguin. <laughs> he shakes your hands. <laughs> is he a penguin? Yeah, he's a penguin. Oh, oh, wow! We really should hire this guy. <laughs> this guy can party. <laughs> Mr. Penguin, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but how do you feel about partying? Depends how many fish are there. <laughs> as many as you want, my good man. Gotta gotta get a big old swim, nice and cold. You know, that's how I like my parties. Wait, how do you feel about punch bowls uh, at parties? So long as they're not poisoned. This guy, he's got the he's got the goods, Miriam. That's all I asked for in person. <laughs> Not to point in the punch. Um wow, what if we just like put this whole sabotaging Echo Tim's thing behind us and just hire Penguin and start our Well, we're still gonna get murdered though. <laughs> you know what? I don't care if we have this guy on our team. That's uh, a good point. Alright, Mr. Penguin, I've heard some very interesting uh, information about you in regards to uh, a recent interview you had with Forge. Oh yeah, Forge. That was that was man, they really put me through the ring of those some tough questions. They're really exhausting. They kept they kept making you summon spirits and putting them into things and it was it was retiring. Interesting. Um do you think you would be able to elaborate on the interview process and hypothetically how you it could have gone terribly wrong and you could have not gotten the job <laughs> offer? That's a suspiciously specific kind of question. I don't, you guys, uh, I thought you guys were trying to hire and not trying to... Well, we like to keep our interviewees on their toes. Mm, so you're trying to learn the secrets of the Forge then. You guys are trying to trying to get the ins. I see how it goes. Well, they've done a pretty good job of attracting the highest caliber necromancers such as yourself. So we thought maybe perhaps we'd take a few pages from their book. Your Necro Tim, is it? Yes, yes, it is. From the Tim Kobolds, excellent. Yep. So, uh, so where did where did you go to school? Uh, I went to Necro College. Oh, he's, oh, yes, yes, good. That's a. I've I've met some fine necromancers from there. Now, um, what did you what did you specialize in? Well, I specialized in craft of necromantic materials and armors uh as you can see i brought with me an example of a necro suit of armor that i've created oh very impressive look at that it is lightweight made of made of bones and it shields you well he kind of uh he kind of walks over and and inspects it a little bit mm -hmm. that's um that's very fine indeed hmm how long did it take you to make this? It was probably like two to three weeks. Just solid two to three weeks. That's very impressive. Oh. Very well. He kind of, he he writes a, a few things down. He says, now, are you able to summon ghosts that exist in the area nearby? Uh, yeah. Can you, can you perform that for me? 
Uh, so I got a five. You know, you 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 summon you summon that ghost. You know the um, uh-huh. um it's a Goliath, like a a large Goliath ghost comes comes along. Huh. Uh, he marks down that you successfully did it, but uh, you know within within a couple of minutes, he you can see him you know fade away. It seems like you know there are other people also casting these spells, and and so. Uh-huh. Uh, he he likely got pulled into a like another room as someone else cast this spell. Uh. So you you pulled him you pulled him to this location, but you didn't like have a strong hold on him. He's oh well you very well you can you can do the task and and you know sometimes that's the most important part. Yes. Uh, also, it's yeah you know interviews can cause the nerves to yes. act up. Mm-hmm, yes, we're all we're all a little sweaty here. If you are familiar with a ghost, do you, how how far of a distance can you summon them from? Do you do you know? Uh, I haven't measured it. No. Okay. Well, if I if I supplied you with some names and some basic summoning circles, do you think we could uh, we could give a few a try? Uh, yeah, I could see what I could do. Okay. Uh, he he puts down um, a fairly you know basic summoning circle. Uh, looks like he uses some like swords and and like a piece of a boat as the uh, one of the catalysts would be the the personal items. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asks you, uh, "Summon Bogal Valentine." Okay. Uh, I so this is an attune roll. Yeah, yeah. Just make one attune roll, and and we'll roll. You know, there's going to be several requests here, and you will kind of roll all the success up into that one roll. Man, there you go. Six. You fully do it. Um, so he asks you first for Bogal, um, and, and nothing nothing at all happens. Um, then he asks you for Jogal, Valentine. Uh, okay. Again, again, nothing happens. He asks you for Mel Valentine, and nothing happens. And he asks you for Galron Valentine, and... There's a, a brief moment where the where the circle starts to glow and then it it does nothing. Huh. Um, is, he he notes down each one and then finally he he asks you to summon uh, Montana. Montana. Yes. Okay. And this time, this time that same that same ghost that uh, you saw briefly a moment ago uh, during the last interview he is he is here. Uh, in full form this time, and it is a mm-hmm. it is a large Goliath man. He seems kind of dolt almost, like like um, not not really doesn't really react to you in the room. But he is he is here in a in a solid um, solid capacity, and he uh, he he goes ah very very well very good excellent excellent. Oh. Now um, one one final one final test here, and he kind of. He kind of uh, steps out into the into the hallway, or like half steps out into the hallway, and kind of gestures to someone. Mm-hmm. And they bring in a um, a human sized and shaped mechanical frame. Um, huh. it, it kind of resembles a a full plate suit of armor, but normally, you know, there are there are like breaks in the joints and weaknesses where where armor is, and instead, it's like well sealed at, at all the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause it doesn't have to, it's like a, it's like a, a frame in itself. It doesn't have to compensate for there being a body on the inside. 
Um, okay. So everything everything is hardened and and round. There aren't a lot of sharp edges, um, and the head itself is also kind of like a a small round head. Okay. He asks you. He says, "Can you can you compel the ghost into the mechanical frame?" I most certainly can, and I use my compel ability. <laughs> uh, and again, we can we can just use that same that same attune roll. Mm-hmm. Montana, you know, he he looks at you briefly. What do you what do you do you do you pity ask him again? I was like, it, it really helped me get this job. If you uh, if you walked into that suit over there, he uh, Montana the ghost briefly turns its head towards you and then seems to be kind of pulled into into the frame. The eyes kind of glow blue uh, very briefly. Hmm. Um, Reno, you know, notes this down. He, he seems to be nodding approvingly. Um, and it, it, turns, it turns its head one way, and then it turns its head the other way, and it, it starts to lift its hand, but it, it seems to be moving very slowly. Um, and he... Uh, Reno, Reno nods. He says, yes, mm, you bonded it directly to the frame itself. Excellent, excellent. Very, very good. Well, that's, that's all I have for now. You can, you can wait here and uh, just, just a little bit more and, and we'll be done with this. Do not worry. All right. So he, uh, he steps out uh, into, the, into the hallway and, and leaves you there. Uh, does he leave the suit here? Yes. Necrotim, like... Pulls out some necro juice and hands it to the frame. The mechanical arm kind of reaches out and grabs it, and then um, you know opens up the opens up the top, and you see the uh, the ghost head kind of like slowly pull kind of pull out a little bit from the mechanical frame and and drink it up, and you see a bit of a bit of energy and life kind of be restored to it, and and the you know the 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 eyes of the ghost. Montana kind of kind of light up a little bit more and he goes, Mmm, thank you, sir. Yeah, I I appreciate your help today. This is really it was really important to me, so it's been a it's been a busy week, that's all I can say. Oh, have there been a lot of interviewees? Yes, many people have come through here. Hmm. Uh, I would really just like some rest. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you've been pulled too much uh why why have they focused on pulling you in well they they know my summoning circle the best i suppose it's Hmm. it's reliable i i come it's hard to know exactly Uh, did you know any of those other people they made me try and summon uh i i list the names of the various valentines the valentines yes they I grew up on I grew up on Big Island with the Valentines. They are they are fearsome family, strong. Uh, how how did they die and uh why couldn't I pull them in? How did they die? That was that was just a while ago. Galran fought against Quinn and after the, after the attack and it's, it's hard to know exactly what happened to them. Maybe their souls are trapped, or maybe, maybe the boys and the children are still alive. It's hard to say. Hmm. That's very interesting. Ah, uh, let me know if you need anything, or I can, if there's anything I can do to help you, you know, reinvigorate yourself. You've done more than enough. 
they they seem uh you know they they seem real interested in in uh you know making suits of armor attack i don't know i don't entirely know what the plans are uh they 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 really wanted to to also know if we could if we could summon specific ghosts as far as sabotaging it again not sure why you guys would want to sabotage your own interviewees <laughs> but uh you know, there were there were three different phases. It seemed like each interviewer kind of took their notes back one at a time, and then they would compile them all together. And if any one of them disapproved too much, you know, that's the axe. They locked their notes in a vault on a laser grid. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Very interesting, Gwen. Um, Miriam, give him a card. We'll be in touch, Gwen. Yeah, here's the card. Thanks for the info. We'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. <laughs> thank, thank you guys. I guess I'll no. be Miriam. Not the fake card. The real card. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you guys are party planners then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. One final question before we go. Yes. Why did you turn it down? Uh, not too keen on getting myself killed. I can respect that. <laughs> 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 I mean, I relate. <laughs> Just the, uh, it seems to me like, uh, you know, the, the necromancers and, and going out to, to see to fight these things, they're kind of going hand in hand, you know, the, I think they're, uh, I think they're trying to arm up these ships with the spirits of the dead commanded by necromancers. <laughs> You know, I really thought Gwyn would be taking the moral high ground, saying he didn't want to work for the Forge, but he's just a coward <laughs> like us. <laughs> He'll fit right in. He'll fit right in. Man. So they're using the necromancers, huh? You know, that could be a motivating factor to get Tim fired, but... but it's not our motivating factor. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Tim wouldn't last one minute out there in battle. Um, I think we have all the information we need. Yep. I feel like we're ready. I'm sure they have maps on the inside of the building, like exit maps or whatever. I already ordered the pistachio cake. Um, so I'm going to crawl under the cart that you're going to push into Forge Industries for the retirement party. All right. Done. Do we have any else coming with us? Like any new party interns who are helping? Um, I mean... You guys really haven't recruited anybody, and I don't think it'd be apt to just create somebody at this phase. So we're just this is a one man show right now. Yeah. For oh. the party. You guys got yeah, I got two of you. Well, I'm I'm disguised and I'm gonna go do some sneaky stuff. Don't worry, I can handle it. <laughs> Miriam's got this. Back before I joined your group, I was doing solo parties. <laughs> <laughs> before you met Party Brad. Before Party Brad uh took us out of the legit party scene and made us go criminal. <laughs> <laughs> cool so miriam sneak us in yeah so you guys you guys want to get in there i think we sh we gonna have to uh roll a engagement roll. i'm gonna let you do this because i can't be trusted with the All dice right. i haven't i've never rolled one let's see where it's at you get 1d6 for sheer luck uh major advantages or disadvantages is this option operation particularly bold or daring uh is it complex or contingent on many factors i don't think it's either of those does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hike them with a weakest? No. Is the target strongest against this approach? Also no. So again, nothing there. Uh, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or con insight? That's This one's always the hard one because it's like you already did that. 
Um, are there any enemies? So I'll just go ahead and give you 2d6 for that. So go ahead and roll 2d6. All right. Two fives. You are in a, a risky position when the action starts. It's not as bad as it could be. Um, I, you know, so what are you, what are you guys doing? You're, you're just kind of like, you got Chester in a car. Are you rolling in on in through the front door? Yeah. I'm like stopping by the lobby and all I'm bringing is this cart. Like, uh, you stop, <laughs> you stop in the lobby. Uh, who is the receptionist here? I don't have a receptionist for this one. No, there's no receptionist here. I guess I'll just go in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. The receptionist desk is not manned at this point. You guys, you kind of walk in. Um, you look around, you know, you know, desk is, desk is unmanned. Seems like there's some, some open doors, uh, kind of like directly behind that leads sort of into the warehouse. I shout out, everyone gather round, gather round, big party coming. Are you still in the, uh, are you still in the reception area or do you go into the warehouse? Going in the warehouse yelling this. He yells that in every room. (laughs) (laughs) Every room he enters. This is going to be Forge's biggest retirement party yet. (laughs) Everyone stop working. When you when you enter the the main warehouse, uh, it is it is a fairly a fairly large room. Um, there are belts kind of crisscrossing across that are that are all moving independently, um, carrying carrying various boxes and materials. Um, for instance, you guys see like large iron propellers and uh, engines, uh, like like boat engines and things. I don't know if you your characters would recognize them, but. We the viewer would. Um, the room is lit kind of like with a with blue lights from the ceiling, and there when you look up there, there are some uh, like large fans spinning and circulating air. Uh, you do see several people all kind of like moving around uh, the the belts, and then you know both inspecting and, and maybe like relocating items, and several of them appear to be wearing um, large iron frames. That kind of allow them to to uh, reach higher places and, and lift heavier things. They got fucking exoskeletons. Um, <laughs> yeah, they have exoskeletons. Use those to fight the monsters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so so as you as you go in to to announce the the party, um, you see uh, a, a kind of squat firebolg. They kind of have blue skin. He's got like a big bulbous red nose. He's a little fat. He kind of he kind of comes walking up to you guys. He's like, "Oh, party! You guys, uh, what are you guys playing party here for?" I, I guess you guys. It's just me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. What you you just come in? Who? Who? Hold on. Who? Who invited the party, guys? Just guy. But you just see the one. Everyone. <laughs> Don't hype it up too much. It's just me. I, you're just a oh sorry you're just so big I keep thinking there's two I keep of you getting this weird feeling that there's like a cat <laughs> <laughs> keep keep getting this weird suspicious my, feeling there's someone else staring at me but I just see one man with an eye patch my allergies my allergies keep acting up <laughs> don't know what's going on but yeah man who you guys you guys get got bright right in who 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 said that who said this gather up? around the end is near. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, the end is nigh themed retirement party. The end is near for Jenny's career. Come on! Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> so good. Oh, that's right. Jenny is retiring. He calls out. He calls out to Jenny, who is uh, one of the people wearing wearing the the frames, and and you see this kind of like older lady turn and turn and wave. 
It's like, oh man, yeah, that that's great. I wasn't I wasn't expecting to to have this kind of party until later this afternoon. You know, I think I think some of the workers still got some some work to do. You know, they're a little they're a little busy at this moment, but usually we like to take the afternoons off. You know how it is. Work hard, play hard. <laughs> this is Jenny's uh-huh. party we're talking about. They need to stop working now. Look, we got shipments to make. This is a, this is a risky position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there at least a place I can put this cake somewhere private? <laughs> With air ducts? Uh, <laughs> 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 Very central air. Like, yeah, we got to get air flowing over that cake right away. Um, he kind of... He kinda, he calls out to uh, to calls out for Kale, um, and you see this uh, Warforged man come down from the second floor. Uh, he's like, "Oh, okay, yes, everything. Uh, you're you're here for the uh, the retirement party. Then it is so sad to see Ginny go, but you know we all have to stop working at some point. It's it's what's best for us, you know. I feel like she's being forced out. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's just." Uh, Follow me up. Follow me up here. It's uh, you know, it's a little, it's a little early for party time. We like to keep the workers, you know. Party time's only five minutes. <laughs> party, party time only starts at noon. <laughs> no, that that's that's fair. Let's yeah, get, lead the way. He kind of takes you over, um, your cart. He he's he's like, oh, how, how we? It's a little difficult getting this cart up the stairs. Do you do you need some help with this? Stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are going up onto the second floor. Taking it one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's he offers to help you with the cart. Um no, I got it. <laughs> yeah, Miriam's pretty strong. Miriam is pretty strong. That's also yeah, Miriam, you you can do this. He he okay, it's a little uh little awkward, but uh, I'll I'll stand behind you as you go, make sure nothing bad happens. So he uh, he kind of he kind of lets you go up he lets you go up first and he's gonna he's gonna keep an eye on you make sure you don't fall over. I'm just like latched onto the <laughs> underside of the cart right now. As you guys as you guys go up the stairs, um, and as you as you are going up the stairs, you see uh, you see some Samantha or I guess I don't know if you guys would recognize her. Yeah, you look like a Samantha. <laughs> She's upstairs and she sees. Uh, she sees Miriam and she recognizes him, or she she recognizes the description of Miriam and kind of waves out. She says, "Are you Miriam? Who's asking? Or are you are you code name Blue? <laughs> <laughs> code Blue? Secret code name Blue? Is that you? Yeah, that's the code. <laughs> secret code names. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Code Blue. I go by that. Okay. We all yeah. know why. Uh." <laughs> no one, no one knows why you know party planners have secret names. Are you uh, Code Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I got some Code Brown. Let me tell you about. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna take a quick Code Brown break, everyone. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she, she kind of you know you get up. Where's Agent Orange? <laughs> Otherwise known as the Blood Orange. <laughs> yeah, so she she greets you up at, at the top of the stairs. You kind of see. Uh, Kale still seems very suspicious of this whole thing. Well, you've never um, seen a party before. <laughs> I just, you know, I normally normally I'm involved as the manager of this building. I figure things normally go through me. Oh, because you seem like an expert party planner. <laughs> well, 
I'm not good at the planning of them, but I, I, I approve of them. You know, it's, it's, it's my job. I have to, I have everything that goes on has to, man, you guys are so weird. What, he doesn't want Jenny to have a party to celebrate her retirement? I want Jenny to have a party. I, I like just... how he responded to me for a minute. <laughs> 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 uh, Chester's very good at throwing his voice. I can do a, I can do a perfect Miriam impression. What's up? Get out of here. Get out of here. Well, don't you have like managing to do or something? Things to approve? I need some privacy. <laughs> Uh, Samantha, Samantha nods. She goes. She she agrees. She's like she's like yeah. You're you're a real busy man. You gotta you gotta Very leave. Important man. He's kind of uh, he's kind of hovering around for a moment. I think he's gonna need some convincing. I need to convince you to do your job. <laughs> <laughs> or at the least, he needs to be convinced not to leave you guys with an escort. Which I guess he might be convinced that Samantha could be. I don't know. I just wanna I wanna roll out of this at some point. I could do a prowl, I guess. Like I'm so sneaky, no one expects me to be under here. We've we've already set up that, that Cody can talk for you. I mean, but do you have like a high like convince him to leave role? I feel like it has to be an extra high sway role if I'm throwing my voice to make it sound like you. <laughs> yeah, I might I might give uh, yeah Cody reduced effect if he's doing that. But yeah, maybe you just do that shit yourself. <laughs> I think you guys All both right. have only one dice in any things in any of those. So right. oh god, I'm gonna stress myself. One stress. That's good, because both of you guys cleared up all your stress last time. Uh, okay. All right. So it's okay. a three. Okay. A three. Um, firing Nick or Tim was the biggest mistake of our lives. Oh, man. I hope I hope Mr. Gwyn has good roles. And I mean, you could have... you. <laughs> good old Gwyn. You have a Dyson Command... So you could have. Oh, I wasn't like bullying him. The interpretation and in how you do it is always up to you guys. I'm not saying you have to do a sway, you know. Yeah, do command, man. You just be like, you know, this is official potty business. Potty planners only. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Thank you for taking pity on us, Stephen. I appreciate it. I mean, I could, I could make things go badly. <laughs> Five. So, so what are you, what are you saying to, um, you're commanding him? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> And he hears echoed from underneath the car. Yeah, get out! You do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. So yeah, he 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 leaves. Um, but he he definitely looks over at Samantha. You see him tell her to to keep an eye on you guys, and you kind of see him walk off, still somewhat suspiciously. Okay, after he leaves, I throw my voice. Both of you. <laughs> Samantha's the person who's been working with you guys. Samantha's the inside. So man. she won't be like weirded out when I crawl out from under the cart <laughs> when a cat appears. Uh, she was the person who was working with Zan and Monday. Oh, so okay. my understand, like that, she's the one who would have had descriptions of you guys. She works in scheduling. What's her deal? Um, she's single. She's the one who got <laughs> got you this information on. I mean, she works for Forge Industries. Who knows? She's got know. a career. She's a career woman. I like that. Yeah, yeah, she's a busy, busy lady. She like the party. She like the party. That's important. <laughs> Almost everyone who lives on Jamboree likes to party. I don't know what's with Tim. <laughs> How did we hire the one person on Jamboree who does not party? So yeah, uh, she kind of she kind of directs you guys. Um, and she's like, you know, right here is a, a great pay place to put the cake. You know, people normally eat their lunches. Uh, you know, just across the hallway there. 
It'll be it'll be good and easy access. And then she kind of leans over. And she's like, "Plus, the door to the other buildings is like right yeah, there." A whisper. I mean, <laughs> we're alone. She points. <laughs> she points. There's there's a you know an an interior double door that um, kind of leads to the next building. Is is sort of is sort of you know just around the corner. Is that where they keep the documents? I mean, that's this is this is the warehouse. That's that's um, man. I, I don't know if I want to say that it's directly the administrative building, but that's probably the easy answer. Is that you guys are right next to the administrative building, and then maybe maybe there's a building in between that and the necroforge. So is it possible to um, uh, ask her for like more specific directions to? Uh... But what are you guys looking for? But, um, we're looking for where they keep the um, necromancer interview documentation. Ooh, that's a little. That's a little bit above my pay grade. Normally, though, so aren't you here for projectors? <laughs> <laughs> aren't you guys here to just pick up a shipment of things and throw a party? It's all part of the plan, Cheryl. Zan really, Zan really throwing me for a loop here. I mean, the shipment's going to be coming through this afternoon, right after lunch. So that's. You guys should keep track of that. That's what I was told to inform you Yeah, so if on. we're going to get it then, we really got to get going, so, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, as far as where where the uh, interview paperwork goes, it, it you know, it kind of, they they all send it through the administrative building. HR is on the second floor, which is, you know, it's, it's where we already are, so you just got to go through these doors. So she kind of she kind of points you guys in the direction of, of where uh, HR is, you know, you get, it's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a walk through the administrative building. So should we both go? It sounds like we have some time before we're expected to throw this party. Um, actually, one thing I forgot to do is check out what your guys' loads were, but I'm guessing both of you guys yeah, are light. Yeah, I'm light. Light load for me. All right, that makes that's that makes sense. I think that's what you guys have gone with this whole so time. Is there like a ventilation duct I can get into? There's there's a vent that's sort of pointed out directly over the um, the warehouse floor. Uh, kind of at an angle from where you guys are now, and then you know maybe there's there's probably one in this second floor area that you you can get into. Well, that, that second one that there might be is the one I'd want to go into. Oh, that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, and I'll just walk into the admin building. That's what I was thinking. I think we could separate and each try a different approach. It takes you, yeah, it takes you a bit of searching. Um, you know, you you can kind of sneak around past everyone who's who's working. Uh. But you get you get the sense that if you like knock something over or made a bunch of noise, you might attract their attention. But you manage to get up up and into a vent pretty pretty cool. simply. Um, Miriam, you go through you go through that main door. Um, seems like there's a lot more cubicles and offices and and more people working here. Uh, no one no one takes notice of you when you first enter. Although Samantha's like, you're, "Where are you going? Why are you? Can you can we head the HR? Yeah, sure. HR She's, Geiger." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she uh she she she's she'll she will uh guide you that way yeah, i'm heading to hr to ask him a question um so while he's doing that i'm gonna roll a proud check see how much noise you make while in the vents to see if i can like get to my destination without being noticed basically okay okay um wish me luck don't get a one standard effect would it be standard? I am in the vents. Yeah, but vents are also like metal and noisy. <laughs> Not in the movies, they aren't. <laughs> you ever tried sneaking around in a vent? I'm definitely going to stress myself because I don't have faith in my ability to get a six, even with three dots in prowl. And you guys, 
you guys both have zero stress, so you know. See, see, that's the problem wow. with me. Is wow. even with four dice, wow. I can't even get above a four. You got a two, a four, a three, and a three, so four. Yeah, luckily a four. Um, risky standard. You do it. There's a consequence. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. Uh, you have reduced effect. I think you know you make you make enough noise. Not that people think that there's a man climbing around <laughs> in there, but you do, <laughs> or a cat. You do get the sense. Uh, you might you might hear some some people complaining about the AC from below, and and I think uh, you know. You hear you hear one person calling the maintenance crew oh, to go shit. look at the AC. Hey, can you guys look at that AC? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> um, yeah, Miriam, as you're walking by, you hear someone like pick up a pick up a phone and be like, "There's, I don't know. It just sounds like it's making a lot of noise. It's really bumping around. It kind of meowed at me." <laughs> it's all your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a little warm in here. Can we turn it, the AC down a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> up. Yeah, turn it up. Let's turn the fans on. <laughs> yeah. Um by and large, yeah, you can you can sneak on by, you get you get inside of of the HR. HR kind of has their own little um not an entire room, but it's sort of like cubicle walls that have been built up where where they they keep, you know, three or four HR workers. You get a view of them, you know, kind of like like there's one person digging through the files right now and uh a couple other people are working. Yeah, so if, if you stand there if, for a while, someone does eventually come by with a, a stack of papers for the performances of the Necromancer interviews. All right. I'm going to try Does can I Do I show up now? Or? Yeah. After, you know, Chester, I imagine you kind of standing there at least waiting for Miriam to kind of uh, show up and, and give the distraction cue at some point. But then and so he shows up, you know, 60 two minutes later 60 seconds two minutes later i think it's 62 minutes later first 62 where the hell is this hr building i should have taken the vents um, no it, it takes him just a couple minutes to, to come around um so i'd like to do a history thing like go back in time okay a flashback yeah flashback so i'd like to do a flashback where miriam and i are discussing our plans because i think it'd be funny to do a two-pronged attack here where Miriam sort of causes a distraction by filing an HR complaint uh, while I try to go through the documentation. I, would, I was going to ask for, I'm gonna, I was going to be like, hey, I'm with the party or the retirement party thing. I'm going to need Ginny's HR paperwork. Oh, what I was going to say is that you could file an HR complaint against Necro Tim. Hmm. Like, yeah, this is one interviewer who was really handsy. You guys can, I mean, yeah, you guys can have this scene of you guys discussing it. It's up to, it's up to you. All right, Miriam, how do you feel about this plan here? You file an HR report against Necrotim just in case I'm not able to doctor the documents. Well, and maybe when I file it, that's kind of when they unlock the file cabinet. Then I'll cause a distraction and you can go sabotage the documents. Got it. Perfect. As perfect as that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's you guys. Could, that's a simple flashback that you guys can have. No stress necessary. Cool. And we both find guns on the floor. <laughs> There's just guns HR there. Is very armed. Um, <laughs> Stick your hands up. This is an <laughs> HR robbery. Yeah, yeah. The uh, one of one of the uh, as as Miriam approaches the uh, little half wall, 
one of the one of the workers. It's a man named Stern. HR. HR. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you with HR? I am HR himself. These are my assistants. I'm with the party planning committee for Ginny's retirement party. Mm, oh, yeah, she is retiring, isn't she? Oh, we're all so sad to see her go. She's very good in that oh, yeah, next suit. You guys suit. all seem very sad. Very impressive. <laughs> moves, moves lots of things. We love her work around here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so I was trying to plan her party. Like, I was setting everything up, and one of your mm-hmm. candidates harassed me. Candidates? Uh, he was like, a, he was had a bone mask. Went by Necro Tim. <laughs> Oh my goodness, we were having interviews today. Did you did you encounter him outside? The Necroforge is on the opposite side of the building. I failed to see why he would be in the warehouse. Uh, yeah, why was he over here? That's weird of him. <laughs> <laughs> kind of suspicious. Just say you encountered him outside. Well, I'm just lying. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it falls into the jurisdiction if it was outside, though. That's also a lie. It has to happen, like, in... Like company property. Yeah, I'm not sure that would fall into their purview. Does, does it? <laughs> I know HR. We don't. We don't care if our employees <laughs> harass people off site. Hey, that's not company time. Tim and I were at a club the other night, and he harassed me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you you can say whatever you want. Uh, he must have gotten lost, I suppose. Yeah, is that what you think? You don't think he's shady? <laughs> he's not entirely convinced. Well, wait till you hear what he did to me. <laughs> and his. his, his his two assistants are, are not fully distracted at this point. You got you to gotta tell the story. He said, Jenny's old and they need to start pushing out more old people. It's time for new, fresh necromancers. He's <laughs> <laughs> very ageist and he tried spiking the cake. That's, that's probably true, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's probably, again, going to have to be some sort of role. I was here. worried about that. In particular, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't just give you guys things for God, free. This mission's gonna go so bad. We're gonna die. That's, We're gonna get is, killed. This is what makes it a game. All right, I gotta throw my voice from the vents. <laughs> risky. Yeah, definitely risky. At this point, at this point, you probably do. You do see, uh, uh, kind of like maintenance guy, kind of come <laughs> into the room. Oh shit! It's like, oh, the HR vent. That's a good place to start. Hit a hit a work on the AC. <laughs> All right, and this is a command. I command mm-hmm. satisfaction. <laughs> a duel. <laughs> yes, there command- it is. Hey, there you go. All right. Uh, so, what are you saying to command him? Try to command the attention of everyone in the room. Come on, come on, and see yeah. your candidates for who they really are, <laughs> and uh, including you, maintenance man. <laughs> command. Let's see. Command obedience with your force of personality, intimidate or threaten, lead in action with one of your crew's gangs. I mean, I can interpret that. Com- command the attention of everyone also works for me, if that's what you're trying to command. Let's do it. Um, Loophole. Yeah, you. so you, Richard got a six uh, on his command. In my so. light load, I pull out a picture of Necro Tim. <laughs> this is the perpetrator. <laughs> Public enemy number one. <laughs> On a six, you do it. You 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 show the picture of of Tim. We don't have probably cameras in this world, so it's probably a crudely drawn <laughs> drawing. Just a picture of a cold bold wearing a skull mask. Uh, yeah, you get a you you get a pretty good picture of him at this point. Yeah, the other the other uh, two people who are who are kind of working at their desks and um, a third person who is who is filing paperwork. So I'll kind of like turn now that you've. 
you've you've commanded their attention. They all kind of like whisper among themselves. Do they gasp. Like, <gasps> uh, well, yeah, they, you know, so far you hear one of them say like, you know, so far everyone said that Tim's just the nicest guy. <laughs> I can't, not sure if I can believe this is so strange. And they all it kind is of weird, like, isn't it? <laughs> they start to, they start to walk over to, uh, to look at this, to look at this picture and kind of get the details from you. Yeah. Look at it real close. It's him. <laughs> what did he do to you? He's so, He's so small. What could he do to this big fish I think man? This is the perfect opportunity to fuck up a prowl roll. Yeah. <laughs> Chester falls out of the vent. All right. So risky, or am I desperate right now? Um, you're still risky. I'm gonna stress myself again because, like, why not? Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I did hey, it. That's what that number looks six. like. That's a six. I never thought I'd see the day. A six and a five. That's pretty good. All right. So yeah, yeah. You you successfully you sneak you sneak down um, from that from that grate without making any noise at all. Um, nobody, none of none of the people. They're all they're all engaged with uh, Miriam. Uh, you do see Samantha kind of like look at you, and she seems very confused. <laughs> she does not know what any of this is. Why is he wearing a lion mane? <laughs> Why is he wearing a lion mane? What are they doing here? Are they trying to steal information from HR? I'm going to somersault over towards where they keep the files. Yeah, but the, the, the files were left unlocked. Um, you know, the person was just rummaging. Person three uh, was just rummaging mm-hmm. through there. Um, and and they did they did close it, but they did not lock it back up. So you can you can pretty easily, you know, pop it back open and then start rummaging cool. through. I mean, do I find Necrotim's files in there? Yeah, you, you find where where the the uh, interviewee files are. Uh, it probably takes you a couple minutes. Miriam, how how do you continue to distract these I people? I mean, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what what is what is it that you say Miriam did I mean, aside from being offensive to uh, to old people? And he tried to spike the cake. Just go into into lurid details about about what he did. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You get enough time that you can you can find where the new interviewees are. Um, you know, particularly today's interviewees. It looks like they've only gotten through the first like two sessions of their interview out of like a, a three phase interview. Um, and you do manage to locate the the notes on Tim. Tell me, Tim, where do you see yourself in five years? I hope to be working for the betterment of humanity through necro... The betterment of all people through necromancy. And to help people understand and care for the ghosts that exist. That That's my only goal. Only goal. A noble goal it is. And is, is this what drove you to be a necromancer? Yes. Yeah. Mm, excellent, excellent. I've always been able to see ghosts, so I might as well interact with them. Absolutely, absolutely. Some very few people are, are born with that gift from the beginning, and they often do become necromancers. The, the strength of emotion of these ghosts, they just... We want to help them. Yeah. Now, a quick personal question 
Do you have a favorite dancer? A favorite dancer? Do you like to dance? He kind of, like, moves his hips a little bit. Uh, huh? Huh? I, dance? you know, I occasionally like to dance at parties or what have you. Very well, very well. I see, I see, okay. Um, okay, next, next back to the hard stuff. He, uh, he gestures to one of his assistants who pulls out, um, several different vials and you recognize one of them as, uh, your necro juice that you provided earlier. Hmm. There's, I want to say three or four vials there. Okay. He pulls up one that is, is kind of, uh, an inky black and it, it seems to, it kind of has, it kind of has like red lines inside of it, but it, it it's like a thick, dark black. Okay. And he, uh, he shows it to you and he says, do you recognize what this is? Did you take much alchemy while in necro school? Uh, no. Uh, I didn't. Is that necro juice? This is Leviathan's blood. Oh. The blood of the beasts. And he, he pulls up one of the other vials, um, which is kind of like got a, a clear liquid in it. He says, this is the refined ectoplasm we've been using to power this building and many of Forge's inventions lately. Refined several times from Leviathan's blood itself. You see, there are a great deal of similarities between Leviathan's blood and necrojuice and ectoplasm. They all combine one at a time and all assist us to reached the other world hmm. that's fascinating so he uh he takes the the fourth vial which is which is empty um he puts a, a drop of the leviathan's blood into it and then he kind of mixes equal parts of your your necro juice and the ectoplasm mm-hmm. um and it all kind of it all kind of mixes and, and sort of takes on like it, it's the color of your your purple ectoplasm your your purple Necro juice, mm-hmm. but it's like it's it's bright glowing. It's it's like a, a really vibrant shade of purple. Oh wow! And then he uh, he gestures to his other his his second assistant who pulls out kind of a uh, a file. It's you know it's like a glass bulb almost, mm-hmm. um, which he which he pours it into, and then and then he puts it onto the table and he says, "Now compel the ghost into this, into that vial." Yes. And I'll say you'll you'll automatically have great effect on this. Oh man, there we go. Um, thank you, Montana. Please uh, head in there. <laughs> you see, you see Montana, you know, get pulled out of out of the uh, the mechanical frame. Um, and briefly, he kind of looks at you and he he nods. He says, "Thank you for the juice." <laughs> he gets pulled in to to this sort of. I'm I'm imagining it, you know, where I describe the the uh, mechanical body as being like round. This mm-hmm. is sort of angular in a lot of ways, almost like a prism. Okay. Um and and so he gets he gets pulled into that and you kind of see you kind of see it, you know, where where it was already sort of a vibrant purple, it kind of takes on uh like a a bluish outline kind of kind of glows out from from within it. Hmm. Um and then and he uh, he grabs he grabs this this file which has been um, his has absorbed the soul of this ghost. He he grabs this thing and um, he kind of 
there's like a there's like a a hole in the um, mechanical frame's chest that he then places it into, mm-hmm. and you see this time the frame, um, its eyes glow red, and and the hand lifts up with much more ease this time, and you can you can hear on the inside gears and and mechanical bits moving around, and um, you can if you if you look closely you can see parts of the fluid are being pulled out of the file and pumped into the body of the frame and then kind of like pumped back into that that file. And he he asks you, can you compel a ghost to fight against its will? Um, I mean, yes, but uh, why would I need to? I can ask them to help. He He kind of looks at you, he says, have you ever dreamed of war? Have you ever wanted to be a commander? Man, we don't even have to sabotage this. No, why did we even think he was going to do it? <laughs> you know, stood a chance. Well, I'm going to doctor it and start putting... Uh, I, I don't want to put things that are so unbelievable in here that it seems fake. So I want it to be somewhat realistic. Where it just, like, cast a shadow of doubt on yeah. Tim. I mean, you, you in particular, you don't want to maybe change anything that, like, if they went and asked that interviewer again... They'd be like, no, that didn't happen at all. You know, you got you to be careful with what you change. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you can, you can change enough to kind of give, give a, a pretty negative perspective. And then I think this combined with the HR report being filed against him will do the job. <laughs> you, also, you also get the sense, you know, there's like, you know, maybe five people who are being interviewed today. Uh, so there's a good chance that that maybe some some people will forget some of the details. You know, they they write this down because they're not going to remember literally everything that happened in the interview. So you can change a couple details here or there, and these people aren't going to remember all of it. But they will remember if you say something like he summoned a terrible ghost. Uh, and also, do you think I can find uh, Necro Gwyn's files? Just since I'm seriously considering hiring him. Um. Yeah. You you kind of. It, it, it'll probably take you a couple more right. minutes. I, I give Miriam the whole keep going motion. Like, keep it going. Hey, slap my <laughs> ass and call me Sally. The, the <laughs> you, uh, you, do find, you do find Penguin's um, file kind of in a um, discarded interview interview areas. And, uh, yeah, it seems it seems like yeah you can you I mean you want do you want to just steal that paperwork? What's I think your I'm goal? I'm just going to steal Quinn's okay. paperwork. Right, yeah. yeah, you can steal that. I mean, as you as you look at it, it, seems like he did a pretty good job. He didn't didn't necessarily knock anybody's socks off, but he seems like he's he's very confident. Perfect. All right, I give I give Miriam the thumbs up, a thumbs up, and then I uh, jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Miriam cuts off his air humping motion. <laughs> <laughs> Kept talking about my succulent uh, shock meat. <laughs> <laughs> you jump th- so you don't go back through the vent. No, I jump because, out the window. Yeah, there, there is going to be. I'm just trying to decide if there, there's probably a window. 
it just now you're on the second floor. Yeah, so but I've like jumping. scaled buildings before. Like, yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, you can <laughs> you can jump out that window. I don't think anybody on the inside will notice you, but depending on how well you want to land, that's that's what I'm or or where or what happens. Well, I figure we have a rendezvous point, Miriam and I, probably back at the the party room. Which yeah, right right now it's it's probably starting to get pretty close to to the lunch break for for those cool. gangs, for those guys. So yeah, I, th- I think you can you can jump out a window pretty easily. But I, I I do like the image of maybe Chester like holding on to the outside wall for dear life because he didn't want to f- hit the ground yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was not an entirely safe <laughs> maneuver. Is is I guess what I want to I want to express. Jumping out the second floor. Yeah. Um, Miriam, or now that now that Chester's Chester's headed off, do you do you uh, disengage? I yeah. Suppose? So if you guys could file that complaint, I got a party to get back to. So we good? Mm, yes, we'll we'll get this put together right right away. This horrible horrible things he did. A freak is what we call it. That's almost as bad as the things Necro Gwyn <laughs> did when he was here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you see them. You see them all. He kind of hands he hands the papers off to uh, one of his compatriots. All right, I head back to the party chamber with uh, Samantha. Yep, she kind of helps you get or helps direct you back. Um, you pass by the maintenance guy who's looking at an air conditioning unit. I don't, you know, he doesn't see anything wrong with it. He finds like a lion wig in there. <laughs> he finds some cat hair, but nothing, nothing too outstanding. You you do manage to kind of get back. To the warehouse, um, Chester. Do you like hop back into the cart, or because you're still hiding? Shit. I maybe since I'm outside, I, I I go all the way to the ground floor and then come in and say, "Sorry, I'm late." That's kind of what I was picturing too. Like, oh, second party planner here. <laughs> all right, gather around, gather around, everyone. It's Jenny's party. <laughs> oh, now we can get started. <sighs> I probably got like some streamers with me or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, Chester. I th- you you can pretty easily. Do you come in through the like through the front door again, or do you come in through like the back docks? I come in through wherever Miriam came in the back docks. I guess he came in through the front door. Oh, then I go through the front door, walk right past the vacant reception desk. You know, at this point, you do hear kind of like a little a little bell go off, and every it, it is now it is now noon o'clock. Uh, so the the workers kind of stop with their tasks and and uh, start getting together, and everyone seems. Uh, Seems excited about about a retirement party. You see a couple people uh, look over at, at Chester. Yeah, we we all start up the chant. The end is near for Jenny's career. The end is near for Jenny's <laughs> career. Near for Jenny's career. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tinder Tinder comes over and and uh, he he greets you, Chester, uh, and he, he kind of he kind of directs you. He says, "Your friend went up to the the second floor." Yeah, we're not really friends. We're colleagues. I see. Yes, entirely, <laughs> entirely professional relationship. Yes, it's understandable. Completely. I would say you and I are closer than he and I are. Is right my now. best friend here yet? <laughs> I, come, I come down with a cake in my hand, and he 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 nods and and he's like, "All right, well, just uh, just follow me on up here. Hopefully, we can uh, we can get this party taken care of. You know, we got some big shipments coming up this afternoon. We don't want to work the the guys too hard, but." Uh, you know, we gotta we gotta take care of this stuff, so let's make this party short and snappy. Well, if they party too hard, Miriam and I will be happy to lend a hand with those shipments. <laughs> he leads you he leads you up to um up to the top floor 
uh, where where I guess Miriam or there's the second floor. There's, like, there's kind of like a view out onto the main warehouse from from where I, that's how I've been imagining it. And and you guys you guys kind of finish setting up. I, I would say the the workers start start coming up to the cake area. It's uh, really all you guys have for this party. I mean, it's, it's no, I, I like to think that we probably stashed some more party decorations outside that I brought in when I came in. You, that you you've carried in with you. Yeah, so we got like a limbo stick, a red rover um, <laughs> <laughs> set up. Uh, we've got some streamers, some en- the end is near posters and stuff, and <laughs> and Miriam reveals his light load. Alcohol. Alcohol. Uh, booze for everyone. <laughs> it's like one handle of vodka. Nothing to mix it with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they most of the workers don't drink too much. Who wants much. to take shots? You know, they don't like to. They don't like to drink on the job. Who wants some of Miriam's special coffee? <laughs> you, get, you get another view of 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 Kale, the manager, from across the the room, kind of like staring. He's not happy about the alcohol. Who wants to take shots off my abs? <laughs> Body shots, body shots. <laughs> as you guys, as you guys are are um, are you know celebrating celebrating Jenny's retirement, she she does eventually kind of she's she's pretty far back in the line. You know she doesn't like to uh, to be the first person to get cake. I bring Jenny her cake, hand delivered, so she gets it first. Um, but after after you guys, you know, most of the cake's been distributed, and, and you guys are kind of uh, upstairs upstairs mingling. Um, you do hear a, a different bell, not the, the lunch bell, but a, a bell, which is the, uh, the back door kind of opening up, um, to the, um, the, the docks out back and you see a, a sort of small boat being, being pulled up and, and a man step out of it who, you know, is, is dressed similarly to the way we saw Forge dressed. You kind of get the the idea that he's probably one of the the stone killers um and out with him steps leonard oh son of a bitch Uh, and i think that's where we can call it and it looks like that's gonna do it for this week's episode of your favorite live roleplay improv comedy podcast produced by us thank you so much for listening we appreciate it and you and for all those out they're not listening since you're never going to hear this um screw you yeah don't tell them i said that though but um everyone who is listening you're my best friend and i love you thank you for listening and thank you caitlin conroy for producing the theme song for the battle buddies the best song ever and i want to give an extra thank you to nick yoho who produced a little music for this episode so that we can jump between uh, the main story and Tim's interview. Thanks, Nick. Uh, I love you too. And if you just can't get enough of your favorite battle buddies, what you should do, get grab a notepad and a pen because these are some some going to be some detailed instructions. What you got to do is go to radbotproductions.com to look at our shows, our comics, look at our art just go check out and absorb all of the content that we create just for you jeremy and if you want to find all the art that we produce in one convenient place go look up radbot art on instagram give us a follow reach out tell us what you think we're always happy to hear from you jeremy and anyone else anyway 
Thanks again for listening and look forward to hearing the next episode and the results of Tim's interview. October 23rd. Bye.